Welcome to Side Effects with an A. When effect is normally used, it's a noun. It's already occurred. Effect is a verb meaning action. Action influences outcomes. I'm Scott McGowan. And I'm Anne-Marie Singleton. We will provoke you to think differently. Side Effects, where problems are defined, solutions exposed. Welcome to Side Effects. I'm Scott McGowan. And I'm Anne Marie Singleton. How are you today? Doing great. How are you? I've got a little crank in my neck, so it's kind of hard to kind of twist back and forth. I know. I thought you were trying to give me some kind of mood look or something. No, but. no. And I need to go to, uh, we had a Rosti on, so I should probably go there you versus um, complaining about it. And get, get them to loosen that up for you. I know. Absolutely. This is like day three or four. It, it is. It is. But I like pity. So will you give me pity? Yeah. No, not today. Yeah, I'm not getting pity from my wife either. So It's a tough crowd. I'll call them. So, call but them. it's summer. And it you is. you want to be able to move around and you want to be able to move your neck and maybe play a little golf. And mm-hmm. Speaking of golf, summertime means one thing for you, right? Yeah. Mentors matter. Yeah. So what's Mentors Matters? So it's a great summer program that is uh, kind of in concert with Teens in Action at the YMCA mm-hmm. uh, and also with the First Tee. So it's, uh, the purpose behind it was really to take um, uh, inner city students, I've learned not to call them kids. Youth. Youth. Yeah. Inner city students. That they're, they're not uh, vacationers or prisoners. Uh, they're really just um, students in our community that want to stay involved during the summer. So they right. get involved in a lot of different things like cleaning parks and um, helping in the community and reinvesting back and then also having fun, uh, learning socially uh, about a lot of things. And then Mentors Matter was really around how do we involve the business community with inner city youth. Right. So, and it takes golf and teaches mm-hmm. life skills and leadership skills, right? Yeah, it, you kind know, of a and, vehicle and to do really that. at their age, like they, they could care less about golf. Right. Um, and quite frankly, um, I, I really don't care about it either. Uh, but what I do like about it is there's a lot of parallels in life in golf. Right. So there's a lot of roots in regards to integrity and honesty. It's an individual sport. So when you make mistakes, you, you play golf. Right. You you own you own your own score. You own how hard you work. Uh, and if you don't play well, it's probably because you don't practice. Right, right. And, and so it's just a vehicle to get the message to the kids it is. versus just come listen to us talk, right? Correct. So it's been several years since I participated in that, but um, you, you, you started the program, right? And you've been with it since the very beginning. And every year, the folks at McGowan Braybender get an opportunity mm-hmm. to participate if they want to. It's a couple times a week, it's over the lunch hour. Um, and it was a really great experience. I had no idea what I was walking into when I volunteered the first year. I was like, ah, oh, I love golf, lunchtime, okay. Then I was like, wow, we're, we're doing real work. We're yeah. interacting with these kids. We're helping them learn life lessons. It was, it, it was more transformational for me, probably, than it was for them which is the cool thing about volunteering. Yeah, that's the coolest thing about this is normally it's that one, it's the collision of cultures. So I can trick a lot of people that play golf and hey, will you help me teach these kids how to play golf? Which uh, what's really interesting is take, I'm 52, so take a 52 year old guy wearing a tie and throw them into an arena of inner city students and and just the collision of those two cultures, in my opinion, is just a beautiful thing to watch because we don't understand them and they don't understand us. 
And when we spend time together, we begin to understand each other, and we're not that much. We're not different. Right. Just as people. Exactly. You and know, we were that age once. I, oh, my gosh. It's hard to remember that, though. My, my kids are that age now, and I distinctly do not remember acting that way. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I'm sure I did. But, you know, the thing that I was so surprised about um, when I volunteered, I spent some time talking to the folks who work at the Y, who spend time with these um, youth all, all summer long. And I was surprised to learn this was the one fact. Most of these kids don't ever learn to swim. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what is, who doesn't learn to swim, right? Like as a kid, we just went to the pool. It's what we did. But they don't belong to a pool. There's really not probably a community pool close by. Their folks are probably working and not able to take them. And they don't learn to swim. And I was like, wow. So if you start to look at the statistics about kids that drown, a lot of times it's an inner city kid. Yeah. And, you know, my mom grew up in the inner city of Philadelphia, and she never learned to swim either. And I, I just, it's just the things you, you know, they never exposed to. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Well, and I think a lot of times, too. So giving back is really important to McGowan Braybender. Uh, and Mentors Matter is personally real important to me. But um, there's a lot of companies that give back relentlessly. Uh, and it's a big deal. Like, it's a really big deal. It is. And so, you know, we've done some podcasts on millennials and on engagement and attracting a workforce. And we interviewed a couple of millennials that work for us. Um, and then a couple from Generation Dayton and said, you know, what's important to you? And what attracts you to an employer or a workplace? And one of the things that they mentioned over and over was an opportunity to feel like they're part of something bigger. Mm -hmm. And so companies now are starting to put together social responsibility plans. Um, there's always been companies like McGill and Braybender where volunteerism was encouraged and was important. But even last year, we formalized our policy that yeah. said, um, you can take a day off paid to volunteer and you can do it as a team. You can do it individually with your, you know, your family or your church. And um, we formalized it, and that's pretty cool. Yeah, I think that, so. There's a lot of companies and a lot of organizations, and one is Dayton, um, and we have offices in Columbus and Cincinnati. But Dayton is is known as just a really philanthropic community. Yes. Uh, and historically, organizations like McGowan Braybender and like a lot of organizations that um, are our customers, uh, maybe not our customers, to just live in the community, give back relentlessly. And a lot of them do that behind the scenes, which I adore, which is humble. Right. And, and I think historically, too, we've always tried to do that in a really humble way. In other words, if we're going to go make an impact in the community, we don't need to tell everyone that we're doing that. Right. However, however, one of the reasons why we had giving back is my dad, who just always taught us, always do the right thing, right, every time for everyone, is his passion was giving back to people. And as he left here, hey, what, what, what's a gift we could give him back? Right. So one was uh, Giving Back Day in his honor. Right, which is so cool. Which is things we were always doing, but it was formalizing that. So it was kind of like putting a bow around that. Right, and that's, I mean, that's really cool. That's, I, I mean, that's a legacy he leaves behind mm -hmm. is that volunteerism um, and everybody being able to do that. And companies cool. all across, so there's a lot of different organizations that many organizations give back to every day. Social media has really brought that to the kind of the forefront. So um, I, I would say personally, if you're going to talk about giving back, it probably is more about your motive and how you talk about it. 
Mm-hmm. So if your motive is really to get a pat on the back, then I'm not so sure that's 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 probably a motive worth uh, uh, endorsing or celebrating. Yeah. Well, in long term, it's probably not a sustainable not. Um, path for for those don't, those charities that are or nonprofits or not for profits that are relying on those volunteers. Mm-hmm. And so there's lots of ways to give back. One is money, right? One is time, um, and they bo- they need both. But an organization with a lot of cash. Um, they still have a lack of manpower. And so really both things are really important. Um, A couple of the things that we'll post out on our blog about giving back and about attracting millennials in the workplace and community giving, um, we'll have uh, some statistics in there. But one of the statistics is that about half of organizations, nonprofit and not-for-profit, rely on companies to allow their employees to volunteer in order to have the volunteers as well as the dollars. And so that's how they're budgeting. They're thinking that the corporate community is going to provide them with at least half of what they're looking for annually. Well, and everybody has different different passions, right? Mm -hmm. So, and one of the things about even the millennial generation is their reason for being in the workplace is just different than than the way you and I grew up. Right. Which is fine. Quite frankly, uh, I kind of adore their reason more than I adored my reason because it's more purpose-driven. So, and, and the reason for bringing that up is the fact that you know you can shout to the world, "This is what I'm doing," out of ego and pride, uh, and that's a motive I'm not a big fan of. However, keeping that information in the dark isn't healthy either. Like for example, the person that's driving our camera is Donna, and she has a passion for animals. So do you. Right. But that is just unprecedented. So inside the walls of MB, if I'm in the community and I hear that there's a dog or an animal that's hurt or that needs help, like I know where I'm going to go. I'm going to go to Donna. Right. And then she knows where she's going to go and that animal's going to get taken care of. And I, all, and I know that through communication. And then we look at uh, other people in the organization that might give to, uh, you know, different charities inside the YWCA. And, you know, I'm not sure it really matters what entity, right? right? What matters is that you're spending time giving back to a community. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. And, you know, as an employer, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, okay, that sounds, you know, especially if you're the the CEO or the CFO and you're thinking, that all sounds great, Scott and Amory, but what's that going to cost me, right? What's that going to cost me if I let people off work or I tell everybody they can go, you know, take a day to volunteer, Um, Does my productivity go down? Are people going to not be focused? And the real truth of it is, and again, we'll put this up on on the website. Um, So one of the studies that was done out there says that a well-designed corporate social responsibility policy could increase employee engagement by 7.5%. We're always talking about employee engagement and how do we get employees engaged. It can increase employee productivity by 13%. So people work harder when they feel like they're part of something that's purpose-driven. It can reduce employee turnover by 50%. Yeah. So I'm going to stay someplace that cares about me, that cares about my mission, that cares about my, my you know, coworkers. And it can increase your revenue by as much as 20%. So again, people are going to look for opportunities. They're going to work harder. They're going to help each other internally because you're allowing them to help externally. So you have to look at the value, right, and not just – what is it going to cost me specifically to send these folks out for eight hours or four hours um, or have them leave early for one day for an event? 
versus what am I going to get back in productivity? Yeah, and th that's a great point, Anne, because, you know, obviously financially, it's like, gosh, can I afford this? So, so I would ask you to consider a couple of things. One is um, a lot of your people, they're doing these things anyway. Right. right. So it's actually it's a way for those people that are participating to really celebrate what they're doing in the community. It's a big deal. On top of that, there are people that really haven't connected with other organizations. Maybe they just don't know and they're not aware of that. And so inside of like our organization, we might have giving back platforms. So we might say, hey, if you're interested in going to uh, St. Vincent de Paul, mm -hmm. here's an opportunity. So now if I'm a newbie here, and I don't know a lot of people, and I'm not connected in the community. How, how am I going to understand that? Right. So I can just attach myself to somebody and learn a new experience. Right. It's a, it's, I just think it's really cool. And again, another one of the statistics in here says millennials in particular, they want options. So many companies have um, United Way is one of the biggest things that comes to mind is they have an annual giving campaign, right? And they may have a campaign for their arts. Um, they may do one thing as a company that they talk about annually, this is what we're going to do. And then as an employee, maybe that's the only thing I think that I have the opportunity to give to. And what they're saying is that multiple platforms to give back is what really engages a workforce. And so right now, um, you could come into our place on any particular day, and you mentioned um, animals and um, the Humane Society and SIXA and the other, other places that help animals. Um, right now we have a big dog cage in um, a common area and people are putting in toys and bags of dog food and different things if they want to and that'll all be then collected and donated. So it's an opportunity. You don't have to participate. You can. There's no pressure either way. But if you want a chance to give back and you don't have a platform or you don't know a way, we have a lot of young folks who maybe don't know a way to give back yet. That's where they can get started. Yeah, we all, all, so even before today, I was going to go back and say, hey, give me a list of all the companies or the, all the charities we contribute to. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I was going to do that. And I was like, I don't want to do that because we give to those charities for a reason, right? And, and I don't need to call that out. But I would, I would probably maybe suggest that other community um, you know, leaders and CEOs and CFOs look at what your organization's already doing, mm -hmm. because you're doing most of this. Um, what's really important, I think, for your workforce and for the community and for the organizations is you need to start telling other people your story, one, in regards to why you're doing it. Right. But it not only helps the organizations, it'll help your people. It lifts engagement. And the biggest thing we've seen around that is in regards to just teamwork. Right. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mix with people that I don't work with every day. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's just a tremendous opportunity. Yes. And so there's, there's a lot of information around leadership skills and teamwork and team building and the actual transfer of um, those individual or personal or soft skills to business skills. And it really adds, it adds a lot. It does. You know, a couple of weeks ago, Scott um, had a guest on here talking about what they're doing in their workspace around mental health and mental illness and really trying to bring, um, bring that to the forefront and make that, um, make everyone aware of that, 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 that there is help and people need help. And one of the things that volunteering does is actually mentally connects people and it improves their, um, their overall emotional state. And so another benefit of making 
availability of volunteering at your workplace. It changes your mindset, and I've had this philosophy for a long time, but if you can't help yourself, and sometimes you just get in the funk and you can't help yourself. Um, when you go help somebody else, it just shifts your mindset. Yeah. Naturally, this community, we do this, um, and we're, I would say, you know, you're not supposed to say you're humble, because if you say you're humble, you're not humble. <laughs> right, like let me tell, let me be honest with you. Yeah, Right. exactly. Just say the truth, don't say you're but gonna be honest. But I do believe that this community is really humble and it's giving, we're really humble. And, and I do think where we can shout that out and celebrate this in a brand new way, whether it be through social media or just a strategy inside of organizations. It not only helps the organization, because you're doing it anyway. It's not gonna cost you money because you're doing it anyway. Right. Your, your people aren't going to take time off and it's not going to cost productivity because you're doing it anyway. But it's a way where we can bring organizations that provide real value back to our community and lift people up and help those who need help. And right. that's who we are and connect those two. And we're just all better for it. Right. I agree. It's an awesome opportunity. And I'm sure you probably have spots open and available at Mentors. Um, you still looking for volunteers? Yeah, absolutely. So, so Monday, Tuesday, no, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Kitty Hawk this week. Uh, and then uh, and then next week we'll be out uh, from 11 to 1 mm -hmm. on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Uh, and They can it, probably get the information on the WISE website, well, right? The correct. YMCA of Dayton. Yep. Mentors Matters. So if you are interested in just seeing what it's about, looking at the program, volunteering, we would encourage you to um, – Call Scott or, you know, email at scott at healthierbirthdays.com or just stop out. Uh, it's a really cool way to give back in the summertime and to meet some really cool youth. Yeah, we love it. You don't have to, you don't have to know how to play golf. Matter of fact, it just doesn't matter. All you have to know how to do is just how to have a conversation. Right, and how to care students. about people. Yeah, exactly. So to all of our listeners that give back, thanks for giving back. Thank thanks you. for doing it every single day. There's a different way we can celebrate that, and I hope this helps. Have a great day. Thanks for listening and opening your mind. If you're interested in learning more, you can reach us at scott at healthierbirthdays.com. Or ann at healthierbirthdays.com. We hope you'll join us next time on, on Side, Side Effects. Effects.